They didn't realize we were seeds. They didn't realize you were seeds. They open doors so others can walk through them. Your legacy is every life you have ever touched. I'm Stella Sagliari and this is Salt the Podcast. Welcome to Salt the Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. My guest today is Lika Bolt. Lika and I met a few years ago at the daycare our kids attended. After getting to know each other, we met many times in the park for long walks and long talks. A while ago, I asked her if she wanted to speak on salt and her answer was immediately yes. However, it took two years until we set up the actual recording, and when speaking with her, I realized why, because now was the right time to speak. This episode is about so many things. It is very raw and extremely honest. It addresses postpartum depression, intergenerational trauma, being a single mother, becoming a mama through sperm donation. We also speak about the different forms of love, mental health, journeys, especially by boat. And it's an episode that is full of unexpected openings, as many of Soul's episodes are. And as always, we contest, we contest the norms that have been established in our society. Enjoy it, wonderful people. Welcome, Lika. Welcome to Salt. I'm very happy that you're here with us today. I'm very happy to be here as well. Yeah, very Great. exciting. Yeah, same here. I asked you two years ago to have <laughs> yeah. this conversation and now it's finally happening. So introduce yourself to us. Tell us a little bit about Lika. Yeah, I'm uh, Lika Boat and I'm a, a mother of 42, uh, two boys. Um, uh, we live in Amsterdam. Um, I'm a single mother um, by choice and I'm very proud of it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, yeah, what can I? What else can I say? I I also have three cats, so we have a busy household here. Um, and I work at as a head of the department uh, of student uh, well being at the Amsterdam Unit University of Applied Science. Uh, but I originally am a chemistry nerd. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it says on your uh, Instagram profile yeah. since you mentioned it: chemist, yeah. chemist. mother. Nerd, chef, and lust for life. <laughs> and lust for life, yes. <laughs> make the best of it. We only have, um, maybe not only, but oh, this lifetime right now, make the best of it. Yes, yeah. yes. And you already said it. You are a single mom. You have two boys. So I would like to know how did motherhood come to you? Uh, share with us your journey. Yeah, I uh, I always knew that I wanted to be a mother. I had a lot of dolls in, when I was younger and I played with them. And, and, and uh, I don't know how many times I changed them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they were cuddled and, and taken care of. And um, then I was in a relationship uh, around in my mid-20s. 
and there was also always this question uh do we want to be parents or not and uh, i was starting my uh, promotion my phd and uh, i knew that when i was finished i would be 31 and that would be the moment for me that i wanted to become a mother i knew that so then when i finished i asked him do you still want to be parents or not i need you to make a decision because well my time's ticking and i don't want to miss this boat and he said i don't want to so then we broke up which was very sad but also actually for me very good and then i was like yeah what i'm going to do now am i going to wait for the next one or with the chance that i might miss my chance of becoming a mother or am i going to look at alternatives and then my mother actually said when we were driving to tessel which is quite a drive from amsterdam why not do it by yourself and i was like huh <laughs> and it it never it was never in my in my head and then she said well why not i mean there are a lot of people that do this and there are options and you can i mean just think about it and all of a sudden it was like some puzzles just clicked and it was it was actually so okay to do it like this so we decided we i decided to do, to start a, a this this journey and i wrote the amc which is a hospital here in the netherlands that i wanted to do this by myself uh, and if yeah what are the what are the options and then this whole path starts with they check you first of course mentally if you're okay if you can handle this uh, which is actually pretty rough but i mean it feels like you have to be um, that they're going to give you a go or a no go to become mm. a mother whereas well mm-hmm. partners or or people can just hook up in a bar and <laughs> get pregnant <laughs> without any judgment or without anybody telling them that it's right or wrong and then i had to wait for nine months ironically uh, because there was a waiting list because i wanted to have to have a donor that was um, registered so when my kids ever are curious about where the other part of their dna comes from they at least can get answers for me that was really important and then i remember i was on a boat also from tessel again i don't know there's something with the island i guess <laughs> in this whole journey and i got a call and they said well you're next so we can make an appointment and you can start your journey and that was in uh, 2014 and in 2015 i gave birth to my beautiful boy which changed my life and was amazing yeah and then it took me a while to recover from that but I, always, I I remember when he was born, I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want you to be by yourself. So I'm going to see what I need to do to to hopefully get another child. So you have at least a sibling, and that happened in 2018. So I have two boys from the same donor. Yeah. And sorry, I have to make a note <laughs> about something you said. I don't want to say this now. I want to say it later. <laughs> I want to make sure I don't forget it. So I'm putting it with capital letters. <laughs> Can you share? Uh, I mean, of course, thank you so much already for sharing this. Yeah, I remember parts of this as well, because somewhere there I met you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you say that when you had your first son, after that it was difficult for you. Yeah. Can you share a little bit more on that? Yeah, my mother was with me, fortunately, these uh, first months, uh, which was very helpful. But uh, when he when he when I gave birth, I lost a lot of blood, uh, so I was rushed into the hospital. And I think the first 
moments with your kid are very important where you where you where it's just with you and you start to get to know each other and and feel each other and i have i didn't have that with him because i needed to be rushed to the hospital and then he also cried a lot in the first uh, 12 weeks of his life which was uh yeah as I, I, at that time i was a new mom i didn't know anything and you could i could feel that this wasn't normal but if the whole world tells you oh it's normal because babies cry then you're like okay maybe there's something wrong with me at with the first one i was i was very insecure mm. uh, uh but he it turned out that he was allergic to uh cow's milk and I couldn't breastfeed because yeah well lots of things went wrong and with the bleeding and everything it was just it didn't it didn't happen but we figured that out after 12 weeks so he got different formula then and he changed from one day to another completely and he he stopped crying he had no more pain and he was just a normal happy baby but for me those 12 weeks were yeah hard really hard and and that spiraled me into a postpartum depression but looking back on it now it for me is the best thing that could have happened because because i i got depressed it opened the whole gateway to clean up every bit of nasty trauma i saved for that moment apparently so i was able to clean up a lot of stuff from from 20 years that w- that i was still holding with me and i don't think i could ever do that without Ezra being born. So I'm very grateful that it all happened and that I got the, the 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 help I needed and that I was able to overcome a lot of problems and that I don't have to burden the next generation mm. with that. So yeah, it was intense, but I'm very grateful that it happened. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And when uh, Ziv was born, how was that afterwards? <laughs> yeah. I wish because the the first experience was scary. I remember that I couldn't enjoy the first weeks with him as well. Uh, so, unfortunately, with both kids, I didn't have a very nice. How do you say in English? Kram week. Yeah. So in the in the Netherlands, just for people who don't yeah. know about it, um, once you come home, uh, if you had a uh, like uh, like if everything went well with your birth and you didn't you don't have to stay in the hospital. A midwife or a nurse, right? No, a nurse or yeah. something like a nurse, let's say, um, comes to your house uh, for about a week and she helps you with breastfeeding, doing some little chores in the house. If you have other kids, she might take them to school. She's there for questions. She weighs the baby, looks at the poop, measures the temperature. So these kind of things. So that the postnatal care, um, making yeah. sure that the, the the person who gave birth is not by herself. Yeah, yeah, and she, she was amazing, and she helped me through a lot. But also, Ziv was very re- restless in the beginning, so I, it was difficult for me to enjoy it. But the weird thing is with with Ziv because he was with me when he was born. I, he, I gave birth in the hospital. I did have him on my chest, and we did have those first moments. So it was so much easier for me to bond with him. Whereas with Ezra, it really took me a few months to feel connected to him and to. Uh, actually love him also i mean of course you love your kid but but to feel it and to have your heart opened and to feel that connection that took a while with Ezra and, and with Sif it was instantly there so mm. that was really nice to experience and then i was like okay this is this is how it should have been yeah yeah or they tell us it should be like this yeah and the funny thing is that that's something sometimes life happens and things just i don't know somehow 
all work out. And I remember that I was in the hospital when Ziv was born and uh, my my oldest as I had, had a day out with daycare that day in the hospital and we ran into him on the wow. hallway <laughs> it was so nice so he was he, he came over and he could just watch his little brother in the in the in the basket and and just say hello and it was so nice that he was there and we have a picture from it and that's also the picture that we put on the card because it's such a nice encounter that yeah. they see that he sees his little brother and he's so happy happy and full of joy and that was so nice yeah. amazing yeah wow this is so beautiful yeah oh yeah and Vikram yeah um you said it um you're you're proud of being a single mom and I want to go now into a more yeah let's say political topic because from a from a very young age uh, in general we've all been conditioned that the um, romantic heterosexual couple is the highest form of love and um, that a woman's life will be fulfilled if she gets married to a man and has children with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, against this background, um, I want to quote Emilia Roy, uh, who says, and um, I recommend that people look her up. Um, she's the founder of the Center of Intersectional Justice in Berlin. She has written a book, why we matter and uh, yeah she's many other things she's i think she's great and she says um all the single mothers non-binary parents and parents who have perceived proximity to mothers around me are an incredible source of strength inspiration and empowerment and they don't hear it enough because everything around them wants them to feel like failure people living outside of the norm are brave because they own their choices in a radical way. And for me, Elika, you're one of those people. And I would like us to discuss this a bit. How has it been for you? How have you perceived being a single mother and also being a single mother by choice, being a single mother um, who, yeah, who used a, a donor for this? Yeah, if you want to elaborate a bit on the statement, on the things that I just said and on your own journey. Yeah, that's something, of course, that I also struggled with myself because there's this perfect picture mm -hmm. and I wasn't, my picture wasn't perfect because there was no man. And is it then, yeah, what are you going to do then? Are you, are you going to wait till the perfect picture has arrived or are you going to make other choices? And I would still like to have that perfect picture at some point, just because it's nice to share your life with somebody. It's not because of the picture. It's more of that. It's, you know, you, your kids can do something and then you you just want to be proud with somebody and enjoying that moment and sharing that moment. And that's something I like. But on the other hand, I think I see also in my, my surroundings that there are people that are staying together because they want to fit into this perfect picture but maybe would like to do make other choices in life but are still thinking that they should be in this picture and i'm really happy that i had a choice not to that i had a choice to think about what i wanted in life and what i wanted in life was to be a mother um that's something i could feel in my core and 
I was also lucky enough to be surrounded by people that supported me in this choice. Actually, my mother suggested it to yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you telling yeah. me this. Yes. Yeah. Before, I mean, not only today. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, with my father and his family, I was a bit, uh, I was actually a bit scared because they're uh, religious people, but also they are, they embraced the idea immediately, and there was no judgment, and there was just love, and they said, if this is what you want, then we support you, which is really nice, and I find amazing, and I think what I realized now, or what I what I've realized in the co- last couple of years, is that no matter what parent you are. One, there's no manual (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. received when you give birth. So everybody's just messing around and doing the best they can. And I think it's great that there are, if you have parents who love you, if it's one parent or two parents, if it's two mm-hmm. male, two female, uh, all kinds of combination, maybe well, there, there are five people in, in your uh, uh, family that uh, are your parents. It's amazing if you can have that. And as long as the child is loved and is there's a, an, an environment created for the child to, to blossom and to grow and to support. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. And I think we should focus more on that than on the perfect picture. And totally, which doesn't yeah. exist anyway. And for me, it's also yeah. like we need to focus also more. I had um, this conversation with my kids the other day because one of my kids asked me, "Mom, when I'm older, I want to live with my friend. Does it yeah. mean that I'm that I'm in love with him? That I want that I have this feeling that I want to live with him?" So I say to him, "I don't know if you're in love with him, but..." you can also live with him because you see him as your friend and you really, really love him and you just want to live with him and and spend a lot of time with him. Yeah. So based on that question, we started talking about the different forms of love. Ah, And I told him romantic love is one form of love. This is not the absolute love. And this is not the only love. You can love your friends so much and it doesn't matter if that's a boy or a girl or okay they still don't know what non-binary is but um, uh, if it's a boy or a girl it doesn't matter you can love them so much but it doesn't mean that you want to do anything uh, sexual with them or you don't you want to kiss them so I explained to them that there's platonic love then we spoke about the love that exists within the family and I and we talked about self-love and I told yeah, him actually self-love is the most difficult one. <laughs> yeah. And so based on that question, we could talk about all these different forms of love. And I was explaining to, to my two boys, actually, that they're all equal, that one is not better or bigger or more important than the other one. And that we need to foster. I say to him, it's beautiful that you have this feeling for your friend. It's it's yeah. fantastic. And um, also in, in because, yeah, I'm from Greece. Uh, we have different words also to express those loves. So I was using those words. I could give him examples, you know. This word we use for the romantic love. It involves also the passion and the, and the, the sexual connection. And then this word is more for the family and this is friendship. So that is something that I'm really, really big on, you know, because it's not just the love, the romantic love, and it's definitely not just the love between a woman and a man. Yeah. There's so many forms of love. And if we embrace them and if we open up and if like I have a friend every time I meet her, she will cook for me and put music and candles mm. and clean her house. And it feels like I'm on a date, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. so nice. I am yeah. on a date with her, you know, yeah. and it's so beautiful. Yeah, you so, feel special. Um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But we yeah. are conditioned in, in, in a very uh, yeah wrong way, in my opinion. 
Yeah, that's uh, one of the manifestations I still hope to realize in some point is have a relationship and an intimate relationship. And I was reflecting on last year uh, on the, on uh, uh, New Year's Eve, and I was like, yeah, but I wanted love. And then I was thinking, yeah, but I have love. I have love mm. from friends. I have love for my kids, and I have love from. And that, that, all of a sudden, I was seeing all these kinds of love that are already in my life, and it yeah. made me feel so fulfilled actually Absolutely. that i was like okay I, I i there are a lot of components already there i mean maybe one or two are missing but the the bigger picture is already fulfilled yeah and that's also i think i mean they also say always say it takes a village to raise a child this is the village you need mm. the support system you need to get mm -hmm. the and, and a child also needs and it doesn't mean that you have to live in a village and and everybody around but it's just your friends and your family and school and everybody who, who participates in somehow the upbringing of your kid yeah the yeah. collective yeah yes and i think that one thing that that I'm surprised by is that mothers can be so harsh on each other. Mm -hmm. Whereas we know we don't know. I I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I hope I don't screw them up too much, and I hope I learn them how to love mm -hmm. themselves. I mean, if I did that, then I'm then I succeeded as a mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think what we could do more is just support each other in mm. that way, and 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 see it as a different perspective on how to raise a child. We don't know. We don't know what's true and what's right. And we just try. Yeah. We do our best. Yeah. I think everybody. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. my mother, I have a lot of criticisms towards her, but I also see that she tried in her way to do mm -hmm. the best she could. Mm -hmm. And she loved me and she still loves me. And I think she did an amazing job with the conditions she had. Yeah. 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 Well, we always say, right. She did her best. Yeah. Or he did his best. Yeah. 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 With, with what they knew, with what they had. Like, yeah. And also yeah. sometimes we also forget. I mean, I'm not talking about very extreme cases, obviously, now, but we also, and I think that's another problem that the moment a mom, I mean, a woman becomes a mom, she's just a mom. Okay. <laughs> now you have to be perfect and you have to give up on yourself. You raise the and, bar. <laughs> exactly. And you are just a mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, a mom still falls in love. A mom, Will have heart pain or i mean any parent not just a mom a mom will make mistakes a mom will have a bad day and um Lose yeah a patience. mom still wants to be a partner and have a job maybe yeah. or go out uh, dancing so yeah i think that's another problem yeah it's, uh yeah absolutely I and um are you having conversations with your kids about your motherhood journey are they asking yeah. questions do they come home and say do i have a dad Or what happened? Where are we coming from? Do you have these kind of conversations or questions from them? Yeah, I'm wondering. I, I've always been very open about it, mm. and uh, uh, Esra made his own story about it that he was uh, that, that he couldn't pronounce donor, so he made this silly word of it. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I have a Hofnar," <laughs> um, which. Uh, raised a lot of questions in school, but <laughs> because it means like uh, like a servant. Uh, yeah, like the no. funny servant from the king. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So ah, yeah. 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 Okay. 
but his, his when his friends uh, came over, they they sometimes would ask, "Where's Ezra's father?" And uh, mm. uh, Ezra would always say, I, "I don't have a father. I have a donor." So for him, it's very normal to 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 um, answer that question. And then we get questions: What does that mean? And how does that work? And then I'm always replying with, "He's from the bank, the sperm bank." <laughs> and then I you re- make them I even more confused. <laughs> no, I just uh, I removed the sperm. I'm just saying he's from the bank, and then they're like confused. And so, no, he's from the hospital. It's a weird. We'll explain later, but he was uh, there was a, a man very kind to loan us his his part of his DNA, <laughs> um, so Ezra could uh, could happen and Ziv yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, and I like the fact that they're full brothers. That they're they are they are uh, yeah from the same donor. Yeah, from the same donor. Yes. Yeah. But now yes. that and it's school also knows it, and we had a talk with his teacher. That, would you like to explain? And he said, "No, I don't don't feel like explaining. If they have questions, I'll answer them." He's he's very okay yeah. with it. But I think it's also because you own your choice. Like yeah. you don't feel weird about it. You are actually no. proud yeah. of, of, of of and you should be. I'm so um, happy that I yeah. that I chose this path yeah. because I am a mother, and yeah. I, I wouldn't want to miss it for the world because I think it's the most beautiful journey I've, I've ever taken. Mm. Uh, and I learned so much from it. I, I I couldn't imagine a life without them. Yeah. Yeah. It has been beautiful uh, watching your journey, actually, because I've seen you <laughs> in all kinds of phases. And then yeah. I didn't see you for a while. And then I saw you again. I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah. what happened? Like, it has been beautiful to, to watch this. Like, I've seen, let's say, your, your not so nice moments and then your nicer yeah. moments and the different changes and also not seeing you for a while and then seeing you again and seeing oh, something good happened. Yeah. I can see it in her face. And um yeah, it, it's really nice. I'm happy we're having this conversation now. Yeah. And we didn't have it uh, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I guess something still needed to happen before yes. we could have this conversation. I think a lot of things, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and what is your biggest challenge, let's say? Um, what is it that if you could challenge or what is frustrating you um, based on the things that we discussed, what, what would you like to change in the way society works or anything? anything i'm leaving it to you what you want to say yeah yeah well one thing that i find difficult that i struggle with is is for me is is to find time for myself Hmm. um but i have the there's this initiative here in amsterdam where other families can support you and so my boys are having a sleepover every three weeks um so i can get some time for myself and Every time I think I'm going to do crazy stuff and be wild, but most of the time I just sleep <laughs> because it's so nice to have a night of uninterrupted sleep, <laughs> yes. Yes. which I really like. Yeah. And, and, and well, I, what I said, what's frustrating me as well is that, that we could be kinder. I mean, there's, there's kindness is free. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I guess women, I would love to see if women could support each other more instead of be yeah be, being so uh critic critic cri- criticize mm-hmm. them critical yeah. critical, critical yeah other. yeah so you have experienced like what is your own experience on that i remember one time that i was i was sort of frustrated about the fact that when i didn't i, I as i was watching way too much tv and i was like mm. Mm, I'm not sure I like that, but I need to shower. And if I don't give him the TV, then I'll get out of the shower and my house house is torn down. So <laughs> what am I going to do? Uh, and then I got really judged by a few people that 
I would let him watch TV in the morning. And I was like, yeah, but I have no other choice. I mean, it's not like somebody, And I, but I feel, felt really bad about it. And I think you can still share your perspectives. Uh, and and I, was, I was asking for help, but I was asking for help. And it would be nice if then I would get some ideas on what I could do instead of uh, making me feel like I was a horrible mom for watching, for letting my kid watch TV in the morning. Yeah. I struggled with that sometimes. I do the yeah. same, by the way. Hmm? If I have a shower, I let yeah. now my last kid, my daughter, watch TV. So you're not alone on that one. <laughs> yeah. I have two options. Either she's exactly. doing something crazy in the house. Yeah, uh, like you come back and there's crayon she, on the wall. <laughs> yeah, or something else. Or worse. Uh, or yeah. she takes a scissors, so I don't know what. Uh, yeah. My second choice is, like, option is that she's she's with me while I'm doing my whole bathroom uh, ritual, which sometimes happens too, but it's not nice. I mean, we also no, need like five, ten minutes yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. So I put her also in front of the TV. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they still manage to grow up just fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but I also think sometimes what you say, yeah, maybe sometimes it's nice to give advice, but sometimes it's also just nice to listen and to tell the person, I do the same, or you're doing a good job, mom. Or they will yeah. grow and then you won't have to do this anymore. Or I understand you. I mean, it's also not always that we need to give advice. It's also just sometimes yeah. I just want to vent and I just want you to listen or give me yeah, a hug. Or, exactly. Or, give me a cup of tea and tell yeah. me everything's just going to be <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And Lika, I actually just published my anniversary episode um, yeah, and so 50th episode yeah, uh, about, awesome. uh, thank you, about memories. And um, I, I want to ask this question to you as well. What is a memory that you have um, that you cannot forget uh, that had an impact uh, on your life? Yeah, it actually is related to what I already uh, told uh, at the beginning of this uh, podcast. Uh, it's the birth uh, during uh, the first few weeks after the birth of my first child. I was at a state of mind that wasn't very healthy, and yeah, it's it's not something it's it's, it's something I'm actually ashamed of. But well, he turned out fine. I can tell it probably. Is that point at some point he was crying so much that I threw him on the on the bed and and walked away. He was safe. He was in the middle of the bed. Nothing could happen. But the fact that you just I mean it felt like rejecting my child at that point. That's what what's hurtful. But that was also the starting point where I realized okay something has to change now. And that was the point where I started to seek help in this whole journey. And that's where I cleaned up everything: the depression, the disorder, the eating disorder, old wounds. Uh, everything and next to that point was a child that after 12 weeks was smiling like a little buddha i mean his smiles were just like oh man if i think about him still and sometimes you get these facebook memories <laughs> mm. of those moments and i'm like look as this was you you when you were ch a child and i'm so full of love and 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 just those things together made me uh enrich my life so much that it's a painful memory and I've, I still feel some shame when I think about it, but it's also the starting point of an amazing memory that uh, amazing journey that led me to this, this point where I feel so much better about myself. And I think you already mentioned loving yourself is one of the most important things, most important form of love. And I wasn't taught this in school and somehow my parents also weren't able to teach me. So I had to figure it out when I was a little bit older 
Um, and this is the point where I figured out, okay, this is how I can love myself. So it was very valuable to me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing and for being honest. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I think it, it also shows again how important it is to to have community and to look after each other and, and to be there for each other and to check in yeah um on people right because for me it was always like wow you you were working you had the two kids and i remember you um one day telling me when ezra was in school and you started having some issues like you were not sure was this the right school that i chose for him yeah and i remember you telling me i wish i had somebody i could make choices with Yeah, I wish I had a partner or someone that we could take those decisions together. But there's so many decisions that I have to take on my own. Yeah, and yeah, it's just again like the, it shows how much we have to open up to community. You know that it should not just be the mother and the father. Or like, yeah, yeah, and I realize now when you say this, I remember that I I, I was struggling with that, and I, now I also realize that. I, I pick up the phone and call somebody to do this. Hmm. I'm struggling with this. Help me. Can you just listen? Or uh, whereas at that point, I would just be chewing on it by myself, which costs a lot of creative energy that didn't get me anywhere, <laughs> but stuck. Uh, also, there's also an upside to being a single parent and making the decisions by yourself because When it comes to names, <laughs> you can choose any name you like, <laughs> which is a really, really nice benefit of being a single mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's maybe the, the only thing. The sharing is something that, that you miss in the, the beautiful moments, but in, in the difficult choices, yeah, you, you have to make them by yourself. Yeah. But I think it's also nice to reach out for help, you know. It's also yeah. something that, that many times we don't learn. That It's like, no, yeah. you have to suffer. You have to keep it inside of you. Don't share this with people. What are they going to think about you? I mean, I'm talking now more for the culture that I'm coming from, you know. Yeah, I, a lot I of shaming. My youth a lot wasn't, of, wasn't yeah. very different. Suck it up. Yeah, exactly. Suck yeah. it up. Life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> I also continue. managed. Or yeah. I had to do this and this and this. <laughs> yeah, all you got, you know, when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then a whole story. Yeah. yeah, I think I also say to the, to my students, and 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 actually they say it to me, you know, it, you, mental health should just be discussed. It should be a topic yeah. at a dinner table. Mm -hmm. How how you're feeling instead of uh, this 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 heavy loaded thing that we have to discuss or not discuss because we're too scared of the judgments. Yes, and it would make it so much easier for everybody if we just say it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, all this, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I cannot, uh, but maybe totally that's, the, that's also the thing that the, 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 the evolution we're going through. Mm. I mean, uh, uh, somehow we are already stepping into a phase yeah. where we talk about what, what's happening, what's hurting, what's uh, uh, touching us in way more uh, topics than we used to, I say, five years ago. I think we are kind of our generation is the in between, and I think yeah. our kids will be yeah. completely different because yeah. we are already breaking out of a lot of those patterns. Yeah. Um, and yeah, absolutely. So it's nice that they don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Amen <laughs> to that. Yeah. You're a nerd. 
Yeah. And I want to hear, I mean, not that only nerds read books, but uh, <laughs> I asked Lika to recommend a book because this is another question that I ask people quite often. And Lika says, I have three. I couldn't, uh, I don't know which ones they are. We will hear now, but she says, I I couldn't stick to one. So I want to hear yeah. now your book recommendations. Well, the first one is actually a, a, a link to chemistry. And it's Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Uh, and it's it's a hilarious, hilarious story about a, a woman in the 60s, a brilliant chemist. But she lives in the 60s. So women are supposed to marry and uh, get pregnant and give birth and stop working. Mm -hmm. uh, and she goes completely the opposite the opposite yeah so she she i'm not going to tell everything but she she continues to work and not in a firm because they don't want her anymore because she's a female and and uh um, everything i just said so she she creates another world where she can still be a chemist and uh, have no rules from ev everybody else so i i laughed a lot in this book she's also a bit of she's a kind of a character that that fits into the chemistry world so i recognize a lot of her behavior and <laughs> I, I had a good laugh about it nice yeah and the other two are actually not uh, uh chemistry related but more spiritual the one is the journey from brandon base which is about i think if we would all somehow clean up our past traumas life would be a or the world would be a shinier place mm. and that's what this this book is about and the other one is actually also linked to that and it's you can heal your life from uh, louisa hay mm. which is really nice because there sometimes i have a, an ache somewhere and i can look it up and there's then there's this affirmation next to it that i can tell myself to heal it and it's it's mm. really really nice sometimes i'm like ah, cannot be that and then i'm re reading what actually causes the pain and i'm like okay yes i recognize this and then i read the affirmation that uh, should release the pain and then it it feels so nice to do that so yeah that's, those are my three favorite books at the moment <laughs> so the last one is actually a very practical book yeah yeah Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, every now and then when I have this weird ache, I just grab the book, look it up and see what it's about. And then I can do something about it. And it feels very powerful. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to check it. Oh, the, 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 the power of the mind. It's lovely. Yeah. Our yeah. brain is our best friend. <laughs> yeah. You Oral say, oh, biggest I'm enemy. so yeah. stupid. No, I meant <laughs> yeah. it like this. And your brain says, yeah, you are very stupid. <laughs> Here's the proof. And then, yes. oh, this comes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah totally Vika who has been your soul who inspired you I don't want to use that word anymore actually who has been your soul yeah yes. I had to think about that one because the first thing is always my 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 kids of course because they are the best teachers in the world I mean not a professor could teach me more than my own mm. kids uh But I'm also surrounded by powerful female friends around me. Some are also actually uh, um, single moms. And uh, when I'm hard on myself, which you are as a mother, that's, I guess, also yeah. that comes with the package. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And I call um, uh, these friends, they, they always somehow know, know exactly what to say just to lift you up and make you feel better and uh that's a gift <laughs> that they have yeah so they inspire me yeah nice they are awesome women it just confirms what you were saying earlier how much community you have built around you and how yeah. much love you are getting now 
than how it was before from so many different places and in so many different forms. Yeah. I'm also a lot less lonely now. That's yeah. the, so there is a shift in that. Yeah. yeah. And um, to whom do you want to pass the soul? What do you want to say to him, her, them? Yeah, I was thinking also about that one, but then, then a name came up and this is also a woman that really, I find really inspirational. Uh, her name is Cynthia Stoffer and she's a, a three times black belt Krav Maga lady, very powerful. Mm. And she uses that power to create courses uh, for females to feel safe on the streets, uh, to empower them if something uh, tragic happens to them, how to uh, take back their power. So instead of feeling victimized, she 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 makes them tougher and uh, able to stand up for themselves. And I think she's amazing. Uh, she does this for Juno. That's her platform. And yeah, I think she 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 should have a statue <laughs> because I think what she does is really important work. Yeah, empower women. Yeah. So that's so your your, your message goes to her. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what is your question for me? Yeah. I was wondering if <laughs> everything in the world was possible. Oh, what would okay. you want? Yeah. So if there are no limitations. Oh, <laughs> I could, I could answer that question from a lot of, um, from a lot of angles. For, me, right? for you. So not for, ah, for family, me. not ah, for, for me. everybody, just for you. Yeah. So, Something that I would like for myself. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? <laughs> of course, there are many things that I want. I mean, it can be from, I don't want to have any body hair. <laughs> to, <laughs> Wouldn't to, that be convenient? And, and uh, uh, hopefully yeah. in a few thousand years, that will be <laughs> somehow removed <laughs> yes because that's very annoying for yeah. people who shave their body i mean save shave certain parts anyway remove the hair on certain parts yeah. on their body to put it like this. so i could give you that answer but i think you want to some you want to have something uh, deeper than that something for myself i think one thing that i struggle with a lot is uh to take care of myself especially when it comes also to feeding myself mm. um i have a lot of issues with that so I really need, uh, especially my mom or my partner, to take care of me when it comes to that. So um, I think I would, I would like, yeah, to to have a better self care for myself, and um, to be um, a bit calmer. <laughs> These two things. I love your fire. No, stop no. the anger. I don't. I don't, don't mean that part fire. of me. Yeah, exactly. I don't mean that part yeah. of me yeah, yeah, because yeah. I also like it. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's sometimes uh, the anger. That, yeah. Uh, I would like to to have a little bit less of it. Yeah. So yeah, I think these two things: the self care to be to be able to take care of myself, and um, the anger. These yeah. two things. Those yes. are nice goals. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean. Is much better than it was some time ago, but uh, yeah, I'm still on a journey on that one. Yeah, we yeah. never stop learning. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. Yeah. And um, we we are almost at the end of our conversation. But what um, I wanted to mention before, you said that when you um, you were with your mom on a trip to Tessel, and that also included a boat journey, and that's when your mom 
told you, right? To um, mm-hmm. to become a mom by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you had another boat journey with her going back home. Right? That's what yeah, you the, said, no? The one uh, where, where I got the call, I was by myself. But it was on the same sort of in the same the same location like location same, yeah it was really yeah. Re- really weird <laughs> yeah. and then sometime later you changed your surname yes oh <laughs> yes so that maybe you I can share that, that but yes. i was like everything started on a boat like yes. everything that changed your life your decision was happened on a yeah. boat and then somehow when you were getting better I mean, on all this journey, you also changed your surname to Boat. Yeah, it means Boat, right? Is, yeah, I had a, I had a, a few years ago during my my burnout where we we started walking a lot. I remember that I told my coach, "I just want to be home again." Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, changing my name back to Boat is, uh, yeah, being home again. So this is really funny because this is apparently some. Also, I, I never linked this. This is really funny that you mentioned this. It's part of the puzzle of, of or, or the journey of uh, getting back home. Yeah, really funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Maybe just for the audience, because you changed your name uh, yeah. at one point. It yeah. was, uh, I was yes. born as Lika Boat, but yeah. I, uh, I changed it when I, it was changed for me when I was 12. Uh, and uh, I got the name from my stepfather, but my stepfather I don't see anymore. My father I do, and I really wanted to be the one that I was when I was born and have the same name that he had. So I changed it back uh, one and a half years ago, I guess. And it was so nice to just be my normal name again, that I, the one that I had when I was born. It was really nice, yeah. So this is funny. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, really nice. Yes, yeah. when you mentioned the boat. Yeah. The journey with your mom and then the journey yeah. back when you get the call that, yeah, after nine months, actually, what you shared. Yeah. Like, and then you changed your name to boat. Yeah, back home. So, yeah. yeah. So your kids brought you back home. The boat yeah. brought you back home. Yeah, and it's so nice that my boys have the same name as their grandfather. I, I really like that, that I, I was able to pass it on. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It has been a joy talking to you. And uh, right back at the at end, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> at the end of every episode, I usually honor someone. Most of the time it's a woman. And today I actually want to honor you. And I want to tell you that you're doing a great job. And I also want to honor other parents who are, yeah, who are not, I don't know, following the norm. I don't know how how to to put it. Um, yeah. For me, there is no norm, but um, in society, yeah, I, I there still to, is exactly. Yeah, I want to honor all the single moms, the non-binary parents, um, the LGBTQI plus parents, the moms who decided to become mothers through a donor, anything that appears to be different. I want to honor you all. And yeah. Thank you. Without you, motherhood wouldn't be what it's supposed to be for me. Motherhood comes in all forms. And um, I always say here, it's old. We, We see all those forms and we honor all those forms. And I want to thank you a lot for taking the time to speak to us, to being so honest um 
yeah, I want to thank you and I want to thank everybody for listening and uh, yeah, share the episode. And uh, if you have questions, reach out to us. So thank you so much. You're welcome. It was a lot of fun. Great. Something that is loved is never lost. I'm Stella Sagliari and this is Salt the Podcast. Salt the Podcast. Salt the Podcast.